Welcome to Living a Sustainable Faith with Krista, and I'm Krista. I want to welcome you and say hello to all you ladies, young teens, coloring enthusiasts who have joined me for this podcast series that is entitled Journey to Jesus. I'm excited to take this journey with you, and I'm looking forward to talking with you about verse number one in your Color, Cut, and Create Coloring book, Journey to Jesus, one Bible verse at a time. Are you ready to get started coloring God's word and journeying to Jesus and discovering how much God loves you? The title of this podcast is Journey to Jesus, verse 1, and the subtitle is In the Beginning. The first coloring design that you will come to in your coloring book is taken from John 1, verses 1 through 4. And I'd like to read those to you right now. I'd actually like to add one more verse. I'm going to add verse five. So this is what John 1, 1 through 5 says. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. At the bottom of your page on verse 1, this is what I wrote. Jesus, the Word, has been with God from the very beginning. And through Him, all was made because He is life. You have life through Jesus because Jesus is life. And all life is created through him. How amazing is that, ladies? And as you continue to color your first design, either the big design or the small, I want to expand on these verses just for a little bit. As I was starting to choose all the verses to put in my coloring book, Journey to Jesus, One Bible Verse at a Time, I started thinking, what verse am I going to begin this journey with? And at the time, I was reading John, and I actually read John 1.1, and it was like a light bulb went off, and I went, that's the one. We need to start at the beginning. These verses were written by John, who was one of the 12 disciples of Jesus, and it's universally agreed upon that when John uses the word, word, with a capital W in these verses, in the beginning was the word, He is referring to Jesus Christ. So in the beginning was Jesus. In the beginning was the word and the word Jesus was with God. So in these first five verses, there are six things that are revealed about Jesus. And I just want to briefly go through them and talk about them as you are beginning your journey to Jesus. So let's begin in the beginning. The first thing that is revealed in these verses is that Jesus has always been with God. John 1, 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. So, Jesus and God have been since the beginning. And Jesus has been with God since the beginning. How incredible that is to think about. The second thing that is revealed is Jesus is God. Verse 1 continues on to say, and the word was God. So in the beginning was the word, Jesus has always been with God, and the word was God. So this 
is starting to tell us about Jesus's, or it's starting to reveal about Jesus's deity. And I have the Nelson Study Bible, and I really like it because sometimes it gives some little insights into the verses. And this is what my commentary in the Nelson Study Bible says about this verse. It states that the word was God, not a God, right? So Jesus isn't a God. It is referring in this passage that in the beginning was the word and the word Jesus was God. So God and Jesus, we're starting to see the deity here, are one. And the the commentary continues on and says, this is a straightforward declaration of Jesus's deity. Jesus is the very quality of God while still retaining his personal distinction from the Father. And we're going to start seeing that distinction in just a minute. We're going to talk about that. These verses reveal Jesus's distinction from the Father. So the second thing is Jesus is God. The third thing that is revealed in these verses is that Jesus plays a major role in creation. Verse three says, all things were made through him and without him, nothing was made. So here's Jesus's distinction. Here is his role in being part of God, right? So Jesus is the son. God speaks things and through Jesus, life is created. That is his role. Jesus is the life giver. And we're going to talk about that right now. That's number four. That's the fourth thing that is revealed in these verses. Jesus is life. Verse four states, in him was life. That's the first part of verse four. And again, I looked in my commentary, the Nelson Study Bible, And it says that life was not created. These verses aren't indicating that life was created. It's indicating that it has always existed in Jesus, the son from the very beginning. So Jesus's role from the very beginning is to be the life giver. Life comes through Jesus. As I just stated, God states things to come into being. And when creation was being created, God was creating life. And when he created man and he created life, that life came through Jesus. How incredible is that? How interesting is that? Let me give a little further explanation about Jesus and God being one. And Jesus playing a major role in creation and about Jesus being life. So those are the first three things that are the first four things that we have talked about. So let's go to another passage in John, John 14, 6 through 11. These are a few verses, but they're key. So this is what John 14, 6 through 11 states. Jesus told him, and him is referring to Thomas. Jesus told Thomas, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If you had really known me, you would also know who my father is. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. And there's an exclamation mark put there. Jesus is declaring, if you have seen me, which you have, you have seen the father because I am in the father and the father is in me. Philip then in the verses says, Philip said, Lord, show us the father and we'll be satisfied. Verse nine, Jesus replied, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and yet you still don't know who I am? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. 
So why are you asking me to show him to you? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I speak are not my own, but my Father who lives in me does his work through me. And then Jesus kind of gives Philip a little out here in verse 11. Just believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Or at least believe because of the work you have seen me do. So this concept of Jesus and God being one, it's difficult to grasp. And the disciples were having a hard time understanding this. And Jesus was directly telling them, if you have seen me, you've seen the father. You know, it's kind of like in a family, you have a father and you have a son or you have children. They will resemble their parents. Mannerisms, they look similar. Speech even, it is a resemblance of the fa- of their father or their parents, right? So it's kind of that concept of God and Jesus. Jesus resembles God so closely that when you see Jesus, you've seen God, right? I am in the Father and the Father is in me. He even goes on to say, Jesus in those verses, that the Father speaks through me and they, things are done. God speaks and life is given through Jesus. If that's difficult and God even knew, or Jesus knew that that would be difficult, he told the disciples, just believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. And if nothing else, at least believe that this is true because of all the things you have seen me do, all the miracles you have seen, all the prophecies fulfilled. Believe because of what you have seen, at least that I have performed all these things. And the second passage I'd like to look at that further explains that Jesus is life and that he plays a major role in creation and that God and Jesus are one John chapter 11, verse 25 says, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. So the little out that Jesus gave in John 14 to Philip, if nothing else, just believe. You will have life eternal. Jesus will be able to grant you life. So Jesus is stating that he is the resurrection and the life. You need to believe that Jesus is God's son and that God dwells in Jesus and that he and the father are one and whoever does will live and will not die. And why? Because Jesus is the life giver. He has the authority to say that. How completely fascinating. So, so far that has been revealed in these five verses in John 1, The first one, Jesus has always been with God. Two, Jesus is God. Three, Jesus played a major role in creation. Four, Jesus is life. And the fifth thing, Jesus is the light. So if we continue on verse four in John one, it says, and the life was the light of men. Again, the Nelson Study Bible commentary says, this concept conveys that Jesus reveals or gives light to, to our sin and the need of God. A verse that I have at the beginning of your coloring book, and we've already read it, was from Psalm 119. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light for my path. It sheds light on us. It sheds and shows us ourselves. And in this verse in John, it says, and the life was the light of men. 
Jesus is revealing to us the need that we have for him in order to have a relationship with God once again. Crazy awesome. And the sixth thing that is revealed in these verses in John 1, Jesus's light shines for all to see. Verse 5 states, And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. So Jesus came into this dark world. We are lost. We were lost. We needed something or someone to find us and show us that we were lost. We no longer had the connection with God that we used to before the fall. And so Jesus came into this dark world to give it light. He reveals or brings to light our sin, our need for forgiveness, our need for having someone be in our stead so that we can have life and relationship with God once again. The Nelson Study Bible says, The word comprehend can mean to take hold, to overpower, or to understand. So the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. The darkness didn't take hold of it. Therefore, this verse can mean that humans did not understand the light, nor did they overtake or overpower the light, right? You can't overpower the light. It's there. Jesus is there, and he's there to shed light on us if we accept it, to show us our need so that we will not die in our sin. We will have life eternal through Jesus, the life giver. So in conclusion, getting to know who Jesus is, is the perfect place to start on our journey to Jesus. In these few verses that John wrote, we learned Jesus has always been with God. Number one. Number two, Jesus is God. Number three, Jesus plays a major role in creation. Number four, Jesus is life. Number five, Jesus is light. Number six, Jesus's light shines for all to see. How amazing is that? Jesus's role as the sun is so key. It is pivotal to us being able to be brought back into a right relationship with God. And God had this plan from the beginning of time when we fell in the garden so that we could be brought back into a right relationship with him. Let me read those verses one more time. John 1, 1 through 5 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Ladies, teens, coloring enthusiasts, as you color and create your journey to Jesus, may you begin to know how much God loves you. He loves you so much that he has orchestrated through time a plan to send his son to save you. And Jesus has been with God since the beginning. Because in the beginning was the word. If you're just tuning into my podcast series, Journey to Jesus, and you do not have a coloring book, and you would love to be able to 
color as you are listening to this podcast series, I want to encourage you. You can purchase a book if you would like through amazon.com. And all you need to do is type the title in the title bar and my book will come up and you are more than welcome to purchase one. And then I would love for you to come back and continue with me on this journey to Jesus, one Bible verse at a time. I also want to encourage you, if you have not signed up for my email list, please do so. I would love to continue to encourage you with my podcasts, my free printables, my posts, and products that I create, all centered around encouraging you with the word to be in the word. Because if we don't have it in the forefront of our minds, ladies, what else are we going to put there? The world? What the world says we should be doing? I think we need to put God there first so that that is our filter. We filter everything through God's word. So sign up for my email list and I would love to continue to send you encouragement. Additionally, if you want to have all these podcasts, the Journey to Jesus podcast series in one spot, you can go to livingasustainablefaith.com and click podcast in the right hand corner and it will take you there. If you want to sign up for my email list, also at livingasustainablefaith.com, click in the right hand corner, join my email list or join our email list. And I would love to continue to encourage you. I look forward to talking with you on my next podcast, Journey to Jesus, verse number two, when you are ready to color your next Bible-inspired colorable design. And I want to encourage you one more time too. make a garland, string it up. I have all the instructions in the back of your book and go ahead and put the first verse in the beginning was the word to begin to visualize and see your journey to Jesus through God's word, one Bible verse at a time. I hope that you have a great rest of your day. As you are coloring God's word, may you be encouraged. I'm Krista with Living a Sustainable Faith, and I will see you on my next podcast.